everyone's Lent going? Lentastic from over here. Any other offers? <laughs> Walk didn't work then. Mine is going all right. I nearly forgot about it this morning, but then I remembered um, in what I feel still counts. Um, but I thought because we are in the last week of Lent before Holy Week, we would have just some extra time of rest and to pray together in a minute. But first, we are going to look at the passage, and I've got three things that I think John might be trying to get across from this passage. So if you haven't um, got a Bible open or an app or anything, maybe open it with me so we can look at the verses together. So, Jesus has just raised Lazarus and Passover is coming. We are in the last few days before Holy Week and we all know what is going to happen. And we open with this, that many of those who have come and seen what happened to Lazarus um, have put their faith in Jesus, but others have gone to the Pharisees. The chief priests and the Pharisees call a meeting of the Sanhedrin, that's the council, and they're discussing what to do. And my first, I think, little takeaway from this passage is we can't group people together. So... Because of the way John writes and because of the way this is translated, oftentimes um, we have these passages where it says the Jews did this or the Jews did that and the Jews were plotting to kill Jesus. And I think it's important that we don't um, misinterpret that as somehow um, it's the Jewish people on one side and Jesus on the other. Because everyone in this story is Jewish, remember. Jesus is Jewish, the disciples are Jewish. Um, So... um, Even among the Pharisees, we know that um, there was Nicodemus and there was Joseph of Arimathea and eventually Paul. Not all the Pharisees believe the same thing. Not all the Sanhedrin believe the same thing. People are having individual responses to Jesus. These um, passages from John have been used in history Um, as an excuse for anti-Semitism a lot of the time. And I think we need to remember that. We need to imagine ourselves in these last few days without knowing about Jesus' death and resurrection. Okay, point number two. God is always working out his purposes. So this passage is very weird. I think when you look at this discussion between the Sanhedrin... And you see the fear of the Romans coming and taking away the place in their nation. I can feel compassion for that. I can feel empathy for that. Because if you are in an occupied country and there's this man who's causing a lot of trouble and stirring up riots and you think that it means that the Romans are going to crack down hard on you, of course you might wish him away. And Caiaphas, what Caiaphas says is so interesting Do you not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish? On one level, he means it is better for Jesus to die and for the peace to be kept than for the whole nation to rise up behind Jesus and cause some sort of punishment for Rome. 
But there's something else going on here. He had prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation, but also for the scattered children of God. How much did he understand about what was going on? The Sanhedrin would have read the scriptures. They would have understood that the Messiah was coming. We can't know um, how much of this was intentional or not. But John is making a very clear um, point here that even uh, when people are doing wrong or they are confused or they think they are working out their own purposes, God is always working out his purposes. And finally, I think this is something if you've been coming to Tuesday lunchtime service, you'll have heard me say a lot as we've been studying John. But John likes to point out to us that Jesus is making a choice. This is not just someone who had a political manifesto and then was executed for it. This is someone who is moving through this narrative intentionally, raising the dead, casting out demons, healing people, doing miracles, always knowing that he is on the way to Jerusalem. Why else would he um, hide at other times when they tried to execute him, if not because he knew that it was at the time of the Jewish Passover in Jerusalem that it had to happen. And one of the things that I love about John is when it does get to the crucifixion, he talks about how Jesus gave up his spirit on the cross. He was not just the naive, unknowing sacrifice, but the willing one. And we see it at the end of this passage. Jesus um, chooses to withdraw for a little while because it's not safe for him to be in public but then he makes ready to go to the Passover feast, is ready to go and be arrested and give his life for us. Okay. So, Holy Week is next week. The church will be open um, for all of that, I think. I think it's nine to five. We've got, actually, Siva, would you mind putting the slide on the screen? right at the top Um, the church will be open we'll have some reflective prayer space for you to use we'll have um, some extra services as well um, to help us meditate on the week as it happens but I thought as a little foretaste of that uh, we could pray the examine together before we sing so make yourself comfortable in your chair if you've never done this before it's right. I'll guide you through it Maybe close your eyes if that feels best to you. Relax your body as much as you can. And just let yourself be aware of your own breathing. If you have any little distracting thoughts come in, that's fine. Just let them float off again. Don't worry about them.
and just wait and become aware of God's presence with us. And in examine, we think about um, just the last day, the last 24 hours or 12, if you can't remember, and call to mind those things that you are thankful for, things that went well, the spontaneous gifts of the day, the people and events for which you are grateful And thank God in your heart. I'm thinking about the same 24-hour period. Now called to mind those things that didn't go so well. That hurt you or that you think you did wrong, the frustrations and impatiences. And just give any of that pain to God. Say sorry to him if there is anything you need to say sorry for. start to think ahead to the next 24 hours, the day and its tasks, the people you'll meet. And ask the Lord to give you strength, to pour into you his love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, whatever it is that you might need. Ask our gracious God for the daily bread, for the daily task. And as we come to sing again, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory of now and forever.